Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations all across the land on a Wednesday. Oh, that is hump day. Oh, you know it is. Start the week in the bottom of the hill on a Monday morning. Get through Monday. Get through Tuesday. Get through Wednesday. After Wednesday, we head straight downhill to the weekend from here. Let's check in with Fergie. Day. Day. What? Check it out. We are checking it out. Glad to have you here. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Three hours of magical radio on the way. <laughs> Magical radio? I actually really? made myself laugh. I actually made myself laugh by saying That's that. That's funny. It's three hours of magic coming your way. Um, wow. and, and listen, I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate a lot of people being so nice on the internet and emailing and all that. And uh, again, I'll keep you updated on what's going on with stations and so on on my uh, on my website, which is JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. You can also follow Facebook there and Instagram and Twitter. Yes, I did post a, a, a short video of me working out today on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've only put it there. I'm not putting it on the, the Facebook anymore. Oh, I'm tired on. of hearing. Well, I'm it's tired of hearing fun. all the. I'm tired. No, it's not fun it's because fun this is what happens. One. Jealous, fat ass guys <laughs> will look at it and they'll go, "Oh, I didn't know that you were that guy. I didn't know you were that that gym douche." You know, I got to hear all that crap, right? <laughs> yes. And, yes. And then all of their wives are all going, "Hey, oh, hey, I didn't know you had all that muscles. going on. Hey, Ugh. oh wow, no, that's oh I think that's muscular. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and and you know, listen, I don't need the hassle. No, I don't need that hassle in my life. Let's not do that. But I was doing back today, and um, one comment that I got on Instagram was, if you work harder, your arms will get bigger. (laughs) Don't you love that? I love it. You have to love it, because i got to be honest with you. Of all the body parts I'm working at, my arms were were the one that I was kind of happy with. I I guess i got to work on those, too. I guess I'm like, okay, that's not even enough. Well, some people are so critical. And and I used to say, well, let me see your arms, but I don't care. You know what? I don't. I honestly don't care. I posted just to write something dumb about back. I said something like, "I've got your back." Back yeah, to hash, hashtag back to. Oh, so you did look at it? No, I didn't. I'm just oh, so, so you were you were stalking my my Instagram? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I got it now. Instagram. Oh, Facebook, yes. Instagram, no. Me doth think she protests too much. <laughs> I have not I, seen it. I went, all, I went all Shakespeare on you there. I <laughs> yeah, don't know what happened. I saw that. We've got a lot to get to. Pastor John Hagee, his own self, will be here in the bottom of the second hour. And the pastor who goes to Israel all the time, a great friend of Israel, um, knows so much about the Middle East, so much more than I'll ever know about the Middle East. And and by the way, he's got bigger arms, more muscular arms than I do, he too. I don't, I don't know if you realize he Hagee is getting it done. Mm-hmm. we got the pastor on bottom of the second hour, and uh, he's going to talk about this Iran deal. Now, I'm just going to take a guess that he's not happy about it. I think that's a good just guess. Just going to go out on a limb here. Yeah. And I don't know. 
I don't think he's going to be happy with this deal. I think you're right. You think, you think, you think I'm somewhere there? I think so. And, and, and by the way, um, Four Blood Moons, the movie, yeah, produced by Hagee Ministries, I was the on-screen narrator. You're in it and can so people, much. Can people please listen to what, what I'm saying? On-screen yeah. narrator. Yes, yes. Because my mood. family, my extended family, which is very, very, very large, not one of them listened to the hyphenated first word on screen. Because <laughs> they were all know. like, oh, my, what? Oh, there he is. The heck did that happen? <laughs> and, and, yeah. and again, I've, I played this game with my mother and my mother-in-law who kept on asking, well, were we going to see him in the movie? Oh, yeah, you did. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> really? A lot of it. So I got so tired of it that um, that I finally just said, yeah, about three minutes in, look really, really close <laughs> in the background on the left-hand side. You yes. might see my head for a second. Yes, just for a split second. And then they left, you know, by the end of their, they were like, that, it, was, it was actually too much of him I is know, what they were thinking. That's what I thought, too. By the end of it, there was such a close zoom. <laughs> That I really feel like I should have tweezed my my nose hairs I a little think bit better. You really should have. I could see it. It's a great sick. movie. Completely privileged and humbled to be a part of it. It's about the history of Israel and the four and the blood moons phenomenon. Um, we talked to scientists. We talked to the pastor. Talked to so we talked to religious leaders. We talked to historians. We talked to people who know more about the geography there, and just basically go through the the centuries. In the history of wars against Israel and 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 the Jews being uh, displaced and then able to go back, it's really kind of cool. Then then at the end, I host this talk show, kind of a roundtable with the pastor and the scientist and and the historian. I mean, we've got all these guys, you know, and, and a rabbi, and we were we're all just sitting around, and it gets it gets going, man. It's it's mm-hmm. really kind of fun. So I hope that people will go and get it. Um, I, I think you know what they sell it at Walmart. Did, did you know really? that? I did not know that. Right there at Walmart. Well, a know. movie that I'm in is at Walmart. <laughs> I have arrived. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everybody so can we'll say have that. the we'll have the pastor on, Bob in the second hour. We're looking forward to that. Love talking with Pastor John Hagee and love getting some some insight from him. Uh, the, the look, he's just a nice guy. And he's really, really knowledgeable about uh, about Israel, about of course, the Christian faith, uh, the relationship between Israel, where it is in the Middle East, the, the blood moons, all of that. And the idea that we made this deal with Iran, I'm just going to guess he's not happy about it. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Plus, he's ultra cool because he plays the saxophone. Now that I did not know. I didn't know it either. Stuff. And now I'm like, well, I play the saxophone. He's like, yeah, don't be playing around me, Pags. Yeah, no, I'm sure he's soon. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say it at all. Oh, okay. That's good. He didn't, he didn't say that, but um, I would like to do a duet with him at some point. Sure, Why not? The pastor would love that too. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Why do you say it like that? That thing I'm being, I'm being very sincere. All right, so a lot, a lot to get to. There's a lot to talk about, and, and we'll talk about it. Um, uh, there's a guy who sued um, because he butt dialed somebody. Did you hear about this? No. He butt dialed somebody, <laughs> and he sued as, as a violation of privacy. I'll have the the court oh, okay. ruling on that one. I may or may not. Read a story from the Huffington Post, which really doesn't apply anymore. Mm-hmm. But but if I do, it's in the healthy living section of the of the online rag. Uh-huh. And instead of calling it the healthy living section, I'll call it what entertainment. I'll call it politics. Okay, there you go. And it's about healthy living, but if they can change the category that Donald Trump is in, I could change the category that they're in, right? Of course you can. But of course, we have to start with the most important story of the day, which is Target. The the retailer Target 
mm-hmm. is under fire because and the writer, I guess, just believes this, uh, although they put it in quotes. Target is under fire for objectifying women in a T-shirt. Oh, give me a break. Did you hear this? I, yeah, I did. I so I'm going to fill you in. And I, I got to tell you, as a man, I'm confused. And it's good that I'm married. I'm not out in the dating scene because I would just fail horribly. Yeah, probably. Fail. So. What? What does that mean? Oh, oh no. no. Don't agree. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be nice with you. <laughs> you were being nice by saying that I would fail at dating? <laughs> I was agreeing. That, is that with your you. version of being nice? It's agreeing. With wow. You. you would fail miserably. Wow. Yeah. Wow. By the way, I've heard from Omaha, where we're not on right now. I know. Nebraska misses you. Do they really? I miss Well, can't you them. do something? Can't you do I can't something? Do anything? About can't you? Can't you? You know, cash in some corn and make it happen. I wish I could. Oh, I would. I and again, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, a lot of people listening on iHeartRadio right now, uh, especially this week because things changed. And um, if you're listening in Nebraska, t- tell the station, show on us on. Absolutely. Look, we'll do it. We'll do it. We will talk on the radio for food. That's the sign that I hold oh, yeah, on the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk on the radio for food. Absolutely. We'll Can take the that. views from Carrie Lockie for food. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. We just we just want we're just looking. Oh, what? <laughs> Hello. Right. Right. That's why this week happened. So stop blaming me. The T-shirt. I believe any woman given that T-shirt by a man is receiving it because it's a, it's a huge compliment. I think so too. What's wrong with it? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what it, it says yet. Uh, I do want to give out the phone number, 1-800-383-9624, 1-800-383-9624. Just to let you know, um, this, I would have bought this for the woman in my life, my wife, whatever, um, if, before I was married, my girlfriend, whatever, and, and thought to myself, this is telling her I think that she's great. Yes. She's hot. And, and it's self-deprecating to the man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I never thought about it that way. So, yeah. so. And people right now are going, well, what does it say? Tell us. Yeah, it's a big-time radio tease. I'll let you know oh. when we come back. It is, uh, what? It's uh, 1-800-383-9624-J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Keep it right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. The attack is on Target, the department store. The term on the shirt or the word on the shirt is trophy. T-R-O-P-H-Y. And the woman in the ad is an attractive young woman, says trophy. This is written by Rachel Birch. Mm-hmm. Rachel Birch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. B-E-R-T. Yeah. S-C-H. Birch. 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 Sorry. Birch. Birch. <laughs> yes, it's Birch. Birch. That's exactly what it yes. is. I'm sorry. Your pronunciation for the first time was worse than mine. Bert. Birch. Birch. 
I'm, I'm afraid to say it. <laughs> Very careful. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And keep your finger on the button, Juan, because I'm not sure what just came out. All right. This trophy T-shirt on sale at Target has sparked an online backlash against the retailer. A T-shirt being sold at Target's stores and on its website has sparked a backlash online. As many customers are claiming the top is offensive to women. The black shirt, which has the word trophy in bold white letters across the front and cost twelve ninety nine, has many slamming the retailer for treating women as girls and girls as objects. A number of customers have been posting photos of the T-shirt, which some say they spotted in the junior section on social media, publicly criticizing what they say is a sexist move on Target's part. While the shirt has reportedly been on sale since June, it's only recently gained steam on social media. You know why? Why? Because these people have nothing else going on in their lives. Apparently. They have the most boring lives anybody could ever imagine on planet Earth, and they're going after a shirt, which I think is a compliment. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why I think that in a minute. Dear Target, why are you selling shirts that describe women as obtainable objects such as trophies? Wrote one user on Target's Facebook page. Quote, it's honestly appalling. I'm nobody's trophy, and I sincerely hope that in your eyes, women are more than something to be won. Well, you damn skippy. I'm sure if I saw a picture of you, you aren't a trophy. Oh, <laughs> Just saying. Wow. You aren't anybody's trophy. <laughs> it's it's, so it's signed single with 30 cats in my house. Oh, yeah. She's the cat lady. Yeah, um, be a trophy. Maybe it's just me, Carrie, but mm-hmm. if I don't like an item that's for sale, mm-hmm. crazily, I won't buy it. This is true. You have that ah, right. That's crazy. It is. But I won't buy it. <laughs> Where did that voice come from just now? I don't <laughs> I mean, I, I will, I'll do my level best to avoid it. Yeah. I will save my $12.99, which is very, very cheap for a T-shirt. No kidding, yeah. And, and, and I will not buy it. Forcing you to buy that T-shirt? Let me let me educate the idiots out there who don't get it. Oh, please. Okay? Well, a- actually, Target has responded now to the outcry. We'll, we'll have that in a second. Okay. The term trophy wife, or I guess in this case it could be trophy girlfriend, suggests that she's young and beautiful and is is so much younger, more beautiful, and more more attractive, whatever words you want to throw out there, than the guy that she happens to be with. And the guy's mm-hmm. like, yeah, got me my trophy wife. Yeah. I mean, look, I've been with my wife 20-some-odd years, almost 25. And, and if I'm out there and somebody says, wow, would you have this young, beautiful wife? I'd say, well, she's my trophy wife. And my wife would feel complimented by that. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, there's no negative connotation no. along with the term trophy wife. It's not like you went and won a bowling you know, league and, <laughs> and he said, here's your trophy wife. And that didn't happen. Happen. No, come on. Now. That didn't happen. So, so again, they're offended be- because they can be. They're pretend offended. They're online offended. Um, the term trophy wife is not a negative on women. It's not. Mm-mm. It's not a negative even for a second. Um, it, you know, it, again, if I go to like a dinner party, not that I would ever, ever dinner go to a dinner party. party. How stupid is that even sound? <laughs> so I went to a dinner party in 19. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a second. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No, no, I did go to one. Uh-huh, when? Uh, years I gotta ago? think it was 1998. <laughs> wow, dude. And I was invited on. by the governor because I was the local news anchor in Lansing, Michigan. I was invited by the governor, Governor Angler, at the time, uh-huh. Republican from, in Michigan, to go to the dinner, and I went. And I don't think I've ever gone to another one since. So, yeah. so we're looking at you know a good seventeen, mm, eighteen years. I here. think it's time. No, 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 that's it's not going to happen. Time. That need to go. Need Wrong answer. Not going to happen. <laughs> so, um, but when I went to that dinner party, had the governor said, "Oh, well, who's this trophy wife you've got?" You know, I'd be like, "You damn skippy, I got lucky." Right. What are you talking about? Yes. I, I don't see the it. negative connotation at all. But if you use the word objectify, um, then suddenly. What the the I guess the feminist wins somehow. I, I don't I don't understand because you know, know Beyonce and Nicki Minaj and and uh, I always say her name wrong. I think I said Izzy um, Igualia the other day, but I think it's Iggy Azalea. It they're all they're all on some stupid mu- music show, and they're all just about naked. Eh, like a string mm. here, maybe maybe a dot over there, and that's about it. Mm. And they're basically, other than that, they're naked, and they're up there naked, dancing around in melted wax or oil, mm-hmm. making all sorts of. I mean, they're basically feigning having sex on my television. Oh, yeah, I miss that. And then the word feminist comes up behind them, what? and the feminists of the world all clap. Now, hmm. maybe I'm the idiot, and I know most of you around the nation are saying, well, yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. what we were thinking. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm the idiot, but I would think it is more objectifying for women to slather themselves in oil and yes. jump around the stage Half on a music naked. show. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Almost all naked. Yeah. Uh, I would think that's more objectifying than a woman wearing a pair of jeans and a T-shirt well, that says trophy. Of course it is. Of course. But again... You know, I'm just a man. What the hell do I know? I don't know uh, anything. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was, Your answer I was, keep, well, yeah. I need to. Uh, <laughs> Your answer was, well, shut. yeah. <laughs> sorry, wow. Sorry about that. Um, uh, he, here's uh, the story continues from the writer, Miss whatever her name Bert. is. Uh, exactly right. I love her on the Sesame Street. In a statement <laughs> sent Tuesday, yesterday, to Yahoo Parenting, Target said the shirt is part of a collection for brides. Despite the claim by many customers that it's being marketed to teen girls, it is never our intention to offend anyone, and we always appreciate receiving feedback from our guests, wrote a spokesman. They, they're a spokesperson, stupid. <laughs> the trophy shirt is part of a collection of engagement and wedding shirts that are available in our women's and plus-size departments. The collection also included shirts that say, Team Bride, Mrs. and Bride. Those shirts are intended as a fun wink, and we have received an overwhelmingly positive response from our guests. Hmm, there you go. Of course, some jerk, some asswagon, started a petition on change.org. No. For demanding the that Target stop selling the shirt. <sighs> Whatever happened to the free enterprise system in our country that if you show a, a company that something they're selling something they're selling or or providing or a business idea they have it you show them that it's no good by not patronizing you don't buy it look if that shirt doesn't sell target won't try to sell it 
But the city on change.org writes, the truth is that millions of women and young girls are taken as trophies every year in war, sex trafficking, slavery, and rape. That's what the person wrote on change.org. And this has to do with the shirt. You know what it has to do with? This person has a mental illness. That's what it has to do with. And she should should go see a therapist. Yeah, she should. That's what I think. She needs some help. 1-800-383-9624. Let me go to the phone lines and say hi to uh, Jesse in Houston. Hi, Jesse. What's going on? Hey, Joe. Hey. How's it going? I just wanted to comment on the shirt real quick. Yeah, I completely agree that with the social media blowing up, it's totally outrageous. The uh, Target, the store, the T-shirt designer, everybody involved should not be catching fire for this. However, I myself probably would not buy that shirt for my wife. Wait, wait, is she not a trophy? You're saying your wife's ugly? That's not nice. Well, I I do think there is a slight negative connotation with trophy wife. Like what? Uh, it's negative on you, not on her. It means that, that you're an idiot, and you could you could only get somebody uh, be, because you're stupid or something. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, to me, to me, it says you're the ugly. To me, it says you're the old and ugly one, and she's the young, beautiful one. That's what it says. Kind of thought of trophy wife as uh, all she's all looks like she's young and beautiful, but that's about it. Nah, I didn't take it that way. I mean, a trophy wife, I think, could be a whole lot smarter than me, too. Uh, but Jesse, listen, if you think that your wife is ugly, that's up to you. I didn't say it. <laughs> Come on, now. There's I'm just kidding. Just playing right with you. God! Come on, you know what I mean? So much trouble. I can't believe he called and he was like, hey, Joe, hey, Pags, my wife's ugly. <laughs> no, hey, Jesse, I'm here to say your that. wife is not ugly, and I think that she's a beautiful person. <laughs> he never said I mean, that. No, I appreciate you calling in, Jesse, and I understand where you're coming from. I still don't see the negative in it. 1-800-383-9624. Remember, about an hour from now, Pastor John Hagee on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. The Joe Pag Show on your radio. Great radio stations all over the place. Appreciate you. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. I think the term trophy wife is cute. I think it's complimentary. I think it's flattering to the woman. I think that it's uh, actually the opposite of flattering, insulting to, to the man. Uh, but he's okay with that because she's young and beautiful, and, and uh, there you go. Um, I, I don't see the negative connotation, but but I will say this. If you see the negative, and you're allowed as an American, you're free and you're liberated, see the negative and don't buy it. And that's always what jumps out at me by these idiots who are in the hashtag offended crowd. What always jumps out at me about these idiots is that they're not okay with just moving down the road and ignoring what it is that offends them. They require it be removed. And this actually, this directly goes back to the Confederate battle flag. As much as I agree, it should not fly over any, any state house or any government building or land because that the CSA doesn't exist anymore. That would be a foreign country flying a flag over uh, a United States building. But it should absolutely exist in our, in our pop culture. It, it should exist on a car, in a, in a, on a TV sitcom. It should exist on your belt buckle if you want. It should exist um, out, out, of, out in front of your house if you want. But no, the offended crowd, the hashtag offended crowd, they all want us to remove what they're offended by. A lot of people are offended by my face. Shut up, Lockie. What oh, should I remove my face? Yes, you were, but you looked right no. at me. <laughs> Sorry. 
So, uh, you know, should I remove my face? People are offended by anybody who smokes. Should we remove people who smoke? Um, uh, people are offended by everything. People are offended by, I don't like liver. Should I require that nobody ever eats liver again? Carrie, do you like liver? I hate liver. Mm-hmm. Hate mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mother used to make it. Liver and it, onions. Know, what is up with that? Ah, it's nasty. How do people like that? I don't know. My father loves it. It's mm-hmm. gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I gotcha. Let me go, go back to the phone lines on this Trophy Wife uh, uh, shirt. Again, Target selling a shirt that says Trophy on it, a black T-shirt that women can buy. It's part of their, you know, I'm getting married section or whatever. What is it, the engagement section, the wedding section? You don't have to buy it. It's just there. But some idiot thinks it's objectifying women. The same idiots who applauded Beyonce for being just about naked with the gigantic word feminist behind her at one of these music shows. And she was like, hmm. Being doused with oil or wax or something. I, I, I'm confused. I don't get that one. I mean, feminist means I can be objectified, but only if I want to be objectified, you can't objectify me. Okay, well, who's making you put the shirt on if you think it's objectifying you? And I'm here to tell you, no matter what your skewed vision of a definition of a word is, you are objectifying yourself by being almost naked on TV. That's not a talent. We can all be almost naked. Most of us shouldn't ever do that, but we can all be almost naked. <laughs> that, that's not a skill. The fact is, Beyonce can sing like a, like a canary, so do it. Dance around if you want to entertain, but if you want to be a stripper, I'm sure they're hiring. <laughs> no, feminist. That means I'm a feminist if right. I'm half naked on TV. Really? Not really. Isn't it the same thing strippers do with these clubs? I think so, yeah. It's throwing it out there. I don't mm-hmm. know. Let me go back to the phone line, see where you are on this. Let me say hello and welcome to line three. It's Russell and Bernie. Hi, Russell. What's going on? Hey, how you doing, Joe? Living a dream, my friend. What's up? Yeah, I'm really mad at Target for forcing people to buy a product from a private vendor. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's Obama I'm thinking of. <laughs> that's, no, right, really, that's right. I mean, that's right. Imagine that. I mean, call me weird. Call me old-fashioned. But, you know, if I walk by a store and I see a product that I, that I don't want, you know what I do? I just, I don't buy it. I just move on. That is so weird and so I'm offended by it, Russ. I gotta let you go. I'm offended. That's weird. <laughs> you telling me you can walk past something and not buy it? Wow. What? That's true though. What? It's true. Back to the phone line's gonna be uh, Patty in Minnesota. Hi Patty, what's going on? Hi Joe. Hey, I'm sixty five and I am a trophy wife. I'm dying. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. I'm thin, I'm beautiful, I don't have to dye my hair because I'm Sicilian, my hair isn't even gray yet. (laughs) Uh, My husband, I can cook, I can clean like the old song says, hey, I can bring home the bacon, right up in a pan, (laughs) better let you forget that you're a man. Wow, that was awesome. I thought, now I want to go get one of those t-shirts and wear it. I think I I might go get one of the t-shirts, I think I'm feeling like a trophy wife today. Patty, thank you. Patty just called up, sang, nailed it. (laughs) That was great. Frying up the bacon. Bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan. Mm -hmm. Way to go. Uh, I'm telling you, this is going to be another. Thank God we're a free, liberated country. Well, kind of. We used to be more, but kind of still are. Um, Because people like Patty and people like you and people like me, we can all make fun of this lunacy. Yeah. Because this is just dumb now. It is crazy. Come it's on. It's just being it's dumb. Stupid. Let me go to the phone line and say hi to uh, Deborah in San Antonio. Hi, Deborah. What's going on? Hi. Hey. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. <laughs> I totally agree with you on the team. Are you going to sing for me? You have to sing for me now. 
that. <laughs> All right. So, so what, do you, what do you think about this shirt? I mean, are these women just being stupid? They are. It's ridiculous because what's a trophy but something that you really have to work hard to get? It's an achievement award. So, oh, why, why are you calling women an achievement? Why are you calling them uh, uh, objects of uh, of men? It's horrible what you're saying. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. No, uh, uh, Deborah, by the way, beautiful laugh. I love her laugh. Got to let her go because the, the laugh was incredible. That was awesome. I didn't want her to say something else and ruin my, because uh, that laugh was like, <laughs> she was great. Yeah, you can't do Loved that. Loved her. That was good. I would like to, uh, her laugh is the trophy, I think. Oh, that's so nice. Did I just objectify her laugh? You did. Shame on you for doing that. Damn it. Like such a man. Let me go to Jill in Oregon. Jill, what's going on? Hi. Hi. Glad you're on KUMA now here in Oregon. And I Patty, love it. Patty took my thunder. I am in my 60s also, and I'm the best damn decision my husband ever made, and I am his trophy <laughs> wife. And he is my trophy. We take care of each other. If you don't want it, don't buy it. If you don't like it, don't use it. No, no, they require that, it, that it's off the shelves, Jill. You have to understand that it has to be removed from our consciousness or else somehow Target is the devil. Thank God I live in Eastern Oregon. Hey, now, Eastern Oregon, you guys are a little more sensible. Yes, we're conservatives. Well, thank God. We, we love it. We love being on that radio station. I got to tell you something, man. Um, that, that was a, a great thing that we were able to continue on, on KUMA. I mean, isn't that cool, Carrie? I love it. Yeah. I might send you to Pendleton, Oregon, or Oregon because I think you can go spend you some time what? there. I will go, yeah. Really? I think you should go, Like, like right go. now? No, not right no, now. The and plane's I am waiting. going get, to come back. Get. You do realize. Get. What? I, I get. I will be coming <laughs> oh, back. Coming back. I know. That's your plan. Now, the next time, seriously, the next time I fly anywhere, mm-hmm. which this week it might have been New York this week because they, oh. they actually asked me if I can go to New York, but I said no. I'm too busy this week. My daughter's birthday is this week. I got a lot going on this week. Yeah. Um, but uh, the next time I fly, I might I might wear my trophy shirt. I think you should. Oh, I might. Yeah, I think you should. I might. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It would be offended. appropriate. What? I would be, I would, it would be appropriate. I would be the trophy of that plane. <laughs> They, they would be lucky to have me. Yeah, I'm sure they'll all Isn't that what a trophy that. is? Of, I mean, when, when people come over, don't you it's say, hey, listen, thing. here's something that, here's a trophy that I won for this, or here's yeah. a trophy that I worked my face off for that. I mean, I, I'm not sure I Trophies understand. Are good. It's, They're nice. Yeah. I've what never ever heard somebody say, if you get a trophy, you're a rapist. I've never heard that. Uh, no, I've Isn't never that heard weird? that either. Yeah. It's right. not the case. Let me go back at it. It's uh, Josh in Kansas City. Josh, you're listening online? Yeah, Joe, uh, thank God for iHeartRadio, man, because, yeah, they took you off here. It really no, I, appre- I appreciate it. Listen, we're, we're working on Kansas City, but I love that you've got iHeart. What's going on? Hey, man, I just want to say I'm going out to Target tomorrow after work and buying my wife that shirt, and I guarantee that she's going to love it. Uh, of course she'll love it because she's, she's probably a very smart individual. These people just aren't very smart. Oh, yeah, man, I mean, she's beautiful. She's smart, a lot smarter than... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. To me, I mean, she's way out of my league. So of well, I can tell that already. I mean, just from the first minute of your phone call, I can tell that she's way smarter than you. Let's be honest, Josh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, hey, listen, brother, I appreciate that. See, Carrie, I love that. He's oh, listening awesome. on, on iHeart. Love iHeart. And, uh, you know, not, he's not the smartest guy that I've heard from today. No, but you can't He's say probably that. got a trophy wife. I'm he sure. probably does. I'm sure he does. I mean, this is, at this point, it's, I haven't heard, Karina, if anybody calls in to say that I'm wrong about this, I've got to hear from that person. I have to. It's like the guy called in yesterday about Planned Parenthood, make, just making crap up, like, mm. well, here's why it's okay, blah, 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 and the IRS and the tax problems. What? Oh, in a year today that the administration actually reacted to, to the Planned Parenthood videos that are out? They did, no. What was the administration, the Obama administration through Josh Not-So-Ernest. Yeah. The press secretary. That's actually his middle name, Not-So. It's not, but I'm no, it is. it's not. No, no, that's his name. No. Everybody calls him Josh Ernest, but it, you know, it's, it's like Czechoslovakia. It's Not-So. Not-So. Okay. It is. <laughs> it's it's not, his name is I'm Josh Not-So-Ernest. Not. Mm-hmm. That's not his name? No, look it up. I'm telling no, you, that might I be it. I'll look it up. I think you need no, to look it, it up. No, it actually, it, it's, it's Czechoslovakian for Arthur. What? Why are you making what? this stuff up? <laughs> Josh Not So Ernest. That's his full name when you say it fast. Okay. But um, uh, yeah, he said that the administration. He, he's pretty sure the president knows about it, and and he certainly reviewed it. And the administration mm. is is um, is not very happy or is suspect about the the uh, the editing of the video. Oh. The editing. Although you can watch, you know, hours and hours of it online, it's available. But for some reason, Josh Notso Ernest says that the administration is, is not happy about how it was presented through the through the selective editing. Mm-hmm. Re- so. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, but seriously, not so. Oh, you know what? I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's Spanish. Oh, really? Not so? Yeah, it, 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 uh, it stands for Bart. So his oh. name is Josh Bart Ernest. That's a bad I, name. You didn't know that, did you? I did not know that. But just call him not so. His parents, it's like it's an old family name. Oh, okay, really? I didn't know you knew so much about <laughs> I know a lot about. Ernest. I know a lot about his ancestry. I looked him up on Ancestry.com. <laughs> okay. It's 1-800-383-9624, 1-800-383-9624. Tons more I want to get to, including a father who sued to keep his adult daughters from getting birth control. What? And he won... A key court fight. But that headline is actually misleading. Of course it is. It's from Think Progress. I've got that for you when we come back and much more. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. to have you here the joe pag show thanks 1-800-383-9624 1-800-383-9624 carrie you don't have an iphone right no i don't now i've looked this up and, and there is a way to stop it but the iphone the new iphones have this ability to have a phone call when it comes in ring on a different device mm-hmm. it's the weirdest thing in other words, I've got an iPhone, right? Yeah. I've got the, the 6 Plus. Yeah. My wife has a 6. And I could be on the air, like right now, 
and she'll get a phone call, and somehow it rings on my phone. It's very That's weird. Weird. Wow. But it's like it's like purposeful. Like I could be uh, defending my village. You know what that is, right? Defending your village? Yeah, I could be defending my village, you know, at night after I get off of work. I try to chill out after dinner, and I defend my village for a little while. Oh, you're playing some kind of game or something on your phone. Clash of Clans. (laughs) Okay. I love the Clash of Clans. You kidding me? Okay, I'm sure it's great. So um, I'm defending my village, and and, uh, a phone call will just show up on the iPad. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the the hell is going on? You're playing a game. What? So, yeah, I mean, it, I guess some people like that ability, but I don't like it because I'm getting a phone call that wasn't for me originally. So now That's I've got to so figure weird. out how to stop it from happening. Yeah. Oh, no, there's, there's a way. I mean, I've got like a website up from, from CNET that I'll, I'll look at after the show and, and I'll stop that because it's very, very strange mm-hmm. that a, another I device's phone like call is coming to my device. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it either. Mm-mm. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. So I've got this website that, that I'll do. So if we can just hurry up through the show, because i got to take care of <laughs> you got what? two hours to do, dude. No, I'm not doing it. You have You can do to. something for once. I am here supporting you. <laughs> you oh are the man. <laughs> I have never, ever heard a bigger bag of, hey, of come stuff on, come in my on, life. Come on. It's not stuff. You just it's dumped it on my true. front doorstep, <laughs> lit it on fire, and maybe jump on it. That's horrible. Oh, I am here to support you. All right. I don't think so. So, um, uh, you're here because the company forces you to be here. Well, let's just admit it. Let's be real. They don't force me to. But by the way, um, you and I have a big anniversary coming up we in do. in like eight days, like for nine the, days, for eight the days, Pag show nine days. In the afternoon. What is it? Ten days? Ten days? Because there are 31 days in July, so ten days. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. What are we gonna do? Eight years. Eight years. I put up with your crap. <laughs> Hey, I feel the same way. That you know what we're going to do? What? You're going you're gonna to just leave Nothing. me alone for a day. That's <laughs> what we're going to do. That's no fun. No, what we're going to do is we're going to take Polo and Karina out. We're going to go party and, you know, Seriously, and drink a couple of beers. Seriously, you're going to leave me out of that? I just, just to go, oh, can you believe we put up with it for so long? <laughs> like they don't complain every day? Oh, no, please. I'm sure oh, please. they don't. They don't complain about me. I know you All right. do. But... So, so there's, um, uh, I thought this was a fake website at first, but it turns out they think it, they're a real news website. It's called Think Progress. Hmm never heard of that think progress um it's it's a far left-wing website and everything on here is completely slanted there isn't a a speck of journalism in it here's an example the story headline is father who sued to keep his adult daughters from getting birth control Hmm. wins key court fight how is that possible now let me ask you something you're an adult woman i am your dad's still with us, right? Yes. Do you think your dad has the power to stop you from getting birth control? No. No, absolutely. That would not. be that would be outlandish, that wouldn't it? Would be, yeah. Do you think there's a shadow of a doubt that this headline is wrong? It has to be wrong. Of course it has to be wrong. Yeah. And then when you read the story a little bit, you find out how wrong it is. Okay. You know, they're trying to make the case that this is what's really going on, but um, it's, it's not, not what's really going on. Okay. Again, father wow. who sued to keep his adult daughters from getting birth control wins key court fight. 
written by Ian Milliheiser. I hope I mispronounced it because he's an idiot. All right, let me scroll down. Missouri State Representative Paul Joseph Weiland, Republican, does not want his daughter's health plan to cover birth control, even though two of those daughters are adults. So he and his wife sued the Obama administration. Uh, Though this lawsuit was rejected on jurisdictional grounds by a federal trial court, a panel of three appellate judges reinstated, uh, reinstated the suit on Monday. Should the Wylands ultimately prevail in their effort to deny birth control coverage to their daughters, the decision could have implications far beyond the Wyland family, potentially forcing insurance companies to maintain elaborate records to track many of their customers' views on religion and sexual morality. So what did we just find out? What's the real story? Well, they don't want the insurance plan covering it. Right. There is nothing about this lawsuit, nothing whatsoever, that suggests the father was trying to stop his daughter, his adult daughters, from getting birth control. All he was doing was saying, look, because of our religious beliefs, I don't think that our insurance policy should cover birth control. It's his right to say that. It's his right to sue if he wants. I don't know if he'll win or lose. But to write a fallacious headline, a fake headline, pretending that it's one thing when it's the other... It's rude. It's horrible. It's, it's yellow journalism. Story continues. Wyland versus Department of Health and Human Services seeks to expand the Supreme Court's decision in Burwell versus Hobby Lobby, which allowed many private businesses to ignore federal rules requiring them to include birth control and their employees' health care plans if the business owners object to contraception on religious grounds. The Wylands claim that similar rules should, um, should apply to their case because they claim that they cannot provide, fund, or in any way be a participant in the provision of health care coverage that includes birth control without violating their sincerely held religious beliefs. They argue that they should be given a special health plan that does not include contraceptive care. And I'm guessing the adult children that we're talking about here have jobs or have some source of income. Go to the quarter CVS and buy yourself some birth control. Go get it and and, and have it um, um, prescribed by your doctor and go to the pharmacy. What's the problem? I have to pay for it through some insurance plan? That's stupid. 1-800-383-9624. Joe Pags. back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show. Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Yes, indeedy do. Glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. The Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations across the land from San Antonio, where it's hot on a Wednesday. That is a hump day. Start the week in the bottom of the hill on a Monday morning, get through Monday, get through Tuesday, get through Wednesday. After Wednesday, head straight downhill to the weekend from here. Let's check in with Fergie. Your what? What is she saying, hump? Kind of inappropriate, no? Check it out. Checking it out. Carrie, I had no idea you could dance that well. That's very nice. You like that? Yeah. I'm pretty good. Really cutting a rug in there. I am pretty darn good. What do you call that? The corn dance? Yeah. Okay. Is that what it is? It is the corn dance, yeah. Getting down to corn dance. Oh, yeah. For those who don't know, uh, Carrie is a corn husker from Nebraska. Yeah. And uh, was the, the four time, was it four or five time? It was four. Four time Almost champion. Five. That's right. Second place on the, on the fifth time. I think yeah. your, your younger brother 
um, Corny won the, the fifth time. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was a four-time champion, the regional champion of Husky, Husky, Husker. Yeah. And that's a game where all the kids go outside and they start uh, grabbing the corn off the husk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you you shuck the husk. Right. You, you spin it. around three times fast and you yell, Husky, Husky, Husky! And you throw it against yeah. the barn. Yeah, you got it. And you, you somehow, the four-time regional champion of Husky, Husky, Husker. I know. Well, it was in the 90s, too. So maybe a little well, So you, you were younger and, and more, more swift. You were faster. I was younger. Maybe yeah. a little faster, yeah. But the, you told me that the way that you guys actually um, uh, you led up to the competition, your mom would feed you nothing but corn products all day. That's right, yeah. Three meals so, a day. So we're talking about um, in, in the morning cornflakes. Yep, yummy. Mm-hmm. For lunch, cornbread. Mm-hmm. Corn pa. You can't say pie. It's pa. Pa. Corn, corn pa. pa. Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, um, creamed corn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, the corn stew. Yeah, that's really good. Or the chowder. We like to call it the corn chowder. Corn chowder. The white yeah. or the red? Uh, the white. We like the we like the white corn chowder. Yeah, absolutely. We do. absolutely. Yeah. That was the good stuff. <laughs> was and awesome. then and then for Halloween, you guys would only hand out candy corns. <laughs> that's right. Oddly, yes. everybody in the house a Capricorn. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And um and 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 what took you? At, can we? Do you mind me giving your medical background a little bit? I don't know. What took you out of the competition was those corns on your toes. No, 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 no. no I, I got gotcha. you. That's disgusting. No, no, no it's no, gross. No, it's not. It's gross. It's sick. <laughs> it's disgusting is what it is. Leave that detail It's out. horrible. I did not It's horrible. That. No. So, so listen, uh, congratulations on, on having all that going for you. Thank so, you. Um, uh, and after that, uh, you got into dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll talk about the the, the corn uh, festival where you did you won that. No, we'll I, talk about that later. I know. Okay, all right. The crown of corn. I was. That was I always. Was, I was. It was awesome. Yeah, I saw that in the corn carnival. Yeah. First job was popcorn vendor. Mm-hmm. Well, you know a lot about it, don't you? I hello. <laughs> Who doesn't? Okay. Yes. No, if you check out her Wikipedia page, it's nothing but corn. This is true. It's 1-800-383-9624. We need a, a Donald Trump update. We need some sort of an open for the Donald Trump update, update don't we? Mm, we do. The Trump follies? Yes. Go for it. Trump follies! Uh, no, it's, no, no, it's, no. We've got to get some oldie time, uh, old-timey yeah. music, don't we? Yeah, something in the 20s or 30s. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Well, have you got anything in your collection? We'll I have nothing in my collection. Wow, that's well, not surprising, is it? So, um, uh, the fact that you brought nothing to the show today, I'm, I'm stunned. <laughs> Donald Trump, I'm here to support you. It's 1-800-383-9624. Donald Trump is is coming to Texas. Yeah, he is tomorrow. He's going to go to Laredo. Is it definitely going to be tomorrow? I believe it is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Because what he said was, "Ah, they're going to go to Texas. Maybe I'll go tomorrow. Maybe I'll go next week. I'm just going to go. He just like, whatever he feels like doing, he's got the the jet, just jump on and go to Texas. He's got the billions. So he's going to go to Texas, um, and, and a lot of people listening are in Texas, and don't tell anybody another Texas station is coming Oh, really? don't don't say anything. Oh, oh, okay. But we're gonna pick up another Texas station soon. Really? Soon? Shh! Don't say That's a word. One. Okay. But we okay. love being on an Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work 
for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. In San Antonio, we love being on in Houston. We have been for a very long time, and we love you guys. Um, he's coming to Texas. Um, Laredo, Texas is a border town. The other side is Nuevo Laredo. So that's weird to me. So Laredo was in Texas first, and then Mexico said, well, let's name a, 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 a town Laredo, Laredo as well. I don't know it's how New that Laredo. works. I, I'm not sure. You figured that out? I will get, get on back that? to you on that one. So he's going to go to Laredo, and he'll do his... I got to tell you, man, he has opened up the conversation for illegal immigration and about illegal immigration, and it's the right thing to do. People are very, very happy that he did that. I'm going to be very interested to see how he's received. He was received very well in Arizona, um, Arizona, another border state. Um, It'll be very interesting to see how he's received in Texas, Mm -hmm. a red state. But when you get closer to the border, you've got a huge Hispanic population. It'll be interesting, or as he would say, huge. Huge. Anybody who notices uh, that people from New York, they were actually taught... That the word H-U-G is huge, huge. and H-U-M-A-N is human. Human. <laughs> you don't pronounce the H. Wow. that's. And for some unknown oh. reason, my mother, who's a native New Yorker, I mean, I am too, but I don't, I don't talk like I'm from New York anymore. Um, my mother says Michigan. Michigan. Oh, I'm interesting. Like, There's a G at the end. Oh, don't tell anybody. Yeah. But we'll have a station in Michigan very soon. Really? That sounds yeah. exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Don't, 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 don't talk about it. All right, bye. Don't talk about it. It's a secret. Damn it. You just said something. No, but she says Michigan. Michigan. And again, it's, that's how they were raised. That's how they were raised to pronounce things. It's Michigan. very, very interesting to me. Hmm. So anyway, um, Donald Trump is going to go to uh, to Laredo. How do you think he'll be received? Do you think that he'll be, uh, I think that the state of Texas, if he were to be the nominee, would vote for him. Mm-hmm. state of Texas is still a red state, although there's this project, what is it, Battleground Texas, that they want to make it blue. It's not going to yeah. happen. Not going to happen. Their, their candidates lost by so huge margins in the last election. It's not even funny. So they really have no, no chance to turn it blue. But you've got a large swath of, of, of well, you've got 65% Hispanic just in San Antonio. You've got a majority minority state here in Texas, yet still... Um, at the end of the day, we end up voting Republican. So it'll be interesting to see how, how he's received. Between mm-hmm. you and me and not on the radio, and some have been on the radio, um, many Hispanics in Texas and elsewhere like what he's saying. As much as the media wants to represent it, that Latinos, Hispanics, those of Mexican and, and Central American and, and South American and, and Spanish ancestry, as much as the media wants us to believe, and they're really trying to force this on people that Hispanics and Latinos are very unhappy with Donald Trump. That's not true. The special interest groups are Lulac and Maldef and La Raza, the race. Uh, they're unhappy with Donald Trump, but who cares? I mean, th- these are special interest groups that, that are radical, far-left-wing groups. Doesn't matter to me. So it'll be interesting to see how he's received tomorrow. But another thing that he did, he keeps on calling Rick Perry stupid. Yeah. Now, the former governor of Texas is a very, very nice man. And I think he was a very good governor. I really do. Um, uh, Greg Abbott is doing great, too. He's the new governor. But Rick Perry, for a long time, was a very good governor in the state of Texas. Can I bring up a couple of times where I disagreed with him? Yes. And I disagreed right to his face, as he said in my studio. And he was gracious, and we talked about it, and it was awesome. Um, he called him, He called him what, stupid or dumb? He's calling him something like that. But now, you see what he said? He said, Rick, 
And by the way, he said Rick Perry is smarter than Lindsey Graham. So this is this is the game he's playing. Mm, okay. Lindsey Graham called Donald Trump a jackass. Trump put out his cell phone, his real cell phone number. Lindsey Graham put out a great tweet saying, so I'm getting a new phone, Android or, or, or iPhone, which was great. Today there's a video out of Lindsey Graham destroying that. his cell phone, <laughs> burning it and hitting it with a hammer. Yeah. He's just destroying it, um, it, which is great. I mean, it's, just, it's the right way to react to something like this. And then Trump said that Lindsey Graham is so stupid, even Rick Perry is smarter than he is. Mm. And that's, in Donald Trump's world, saying a lot. And now he said, this is a quote, Perry put on glasses so people think he's smart. Oh, wow. I have noticed the, the former governor's wearing glasses now. He has. I haven't seen him on TV but with those. I, I don't. I, I never thought to myself, oh, he's trying to look smart. No, because I always thought he was smart. So, I mean, Trump just doesn't care, man. Mm-hmm. I wrote a blog about this. Did you read my blog on this? No, I haven't. But I will. Because <laughs> I support you. I haven't gotten around to it yet. And I will. I'll do it. <laughs> don't act like you're so broken up over it. I wonder if Megan's available. No, she's not. I already checked for you. Uh, for those who don't know, Megan it fills in for Carrie when she's off. Here, yeah, let me, your team. Yeah, yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me check your, uh, no, your Facebook page. No, can't. I'm going to go and check out your Facebook page, and I'm going to go and like, uh, no, there's nothing new. Not, nope. <laughs> nothing new at all. Not not for like seven days. Okay, great. That's yeah, cool. I'm I was going to go and support you too. like you do, didn't do to me because I'm, I'm no. a bigger man. Oh, give me a break. I'm, I'm somebody who cares more. It. I will read it. I promise. This is the next okay. commercial okay. break. I believe you, too. I'll read it. Um, it's uh, 1-800-383-9624. What do you think about Donald Trump showing up in Laredo? And, and what do you think about these things? You know, the, the, he keeps on calling people names, and, and it's just he's doing it like he's in a schoolyard. It's been unbelievably successful. It's kind of funny. But is this, in the end, going to do anything for him? 1-800-383-9624. Remember, in about 15 minutes, it'll be Pastor John Hagee on the Iran deal and much more on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you here, Donald Trump, on the way to uh, Texas. And by the way, it's the Joe Pag Show, 1-800-383-9624, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Lots more to get to. Stephen A. Smith starting trouble again. And, and Stephen A. Smith, um, I, I like the guy. Uh, I, I consider him my, what, what I call him, my broadcasting friend, because we're not really buddies. But I was on his show, the uh, uh, quite frankly, with Stephen A. Smith back in the day on ESPN2, probably mm-hmm. seven or eight years ago now. And, um, you know, we, we've been in contact through the years, saw him again at CNN. We did a pilot together, which I think would have been great on CNN. They should have let it happen. And, um, we also saw each other at the Spurs championship a couple of years ago in San Antonio. Saw him at a radio conference recently. What I like about the guy is he does not allow people to tell him what he's supposed to think. He doesn't allow people to tell him you're black in America. You must defend this side of this story you're black in america you must believe you know that hashtag black lives matter or whatever the heck it is it's um um and again black lives do matter but all lives matter is more important i would i would say which includes all of us um you must believe this about this story or that about the other story he just doesn't care and what i found out about Stephen a by doing that that um pilot with him is that he's actually um at least fiscally conservative and he's also somebody who doesn't allow Others to tell him, because you're black in America, 
your plight is this, that, or the other, you're being held down by the man. He knows he's successful. He knows that he worked for. He knows that there, this is the land of opportunity. And he's not afraid to say what he wants to say. I'll, I'll get to what he said coming up in, in a bit. Um, remember, Pastor John Hagee at the bottom of the hour about the Iran deal. And we'll talk to him about much, much more. Got that for you, which is always nice. And um, oh, got a lot of calls who want to talk about Trump coming to Texas. How will he be received? Listen, a ton of my listeners are Latino. Want to hear from you. Would love to hear from you. 1-800-383-9624 to the phone lines. Let me say hi to uh, Debbie in Minneapolis. Hi, Debbie. What's going on? Well, hi, Joe. I'm just so entertained by your show. I Thank you. Really have to, yeah, you're, you grow on me, actually. I might, I'm like a growth. I'm like a fungus. Exactly right. <laughs> anyway, I, just, I, I think it's really great the way Donald Trump is conducting himself because he knows exactly what to do to tick people off. And to make the American public get what they've needed for so long, I think we all need to see somebody with a set of cojones. We're tired of the wimps in office. We're tired of the wimpy Republicans. And we're certainly tired of the man in the White House. More than tired. I still can't figure out why he's still there. But anyway, I think Trump and Carson would be an unbeatable ticket. I don't doubt that. I think that Dr. Ben Carson and, and uh, Debbie, I appreciate you. Did she call me a fungus, Carrie? Well, yeah. Well, I, I, I'll take that. Um, ben Carson is, I think, a good candidate, although his gun stance is starting to bother me. But he's a, he's a good candidate. We've had him on a couple of times. We'll have him on again. Donald Trump, I don't think, could ever play second fiddle. So Trump as the president on the ticket and Carson is the vice president on the ticket would be interesting. It'd be interesting because Carson doesn't have the charisma. He doesn't have the ability to go stand behind a podium and just, you know, call people stupid and just just do what Trump is doing. He doesn't have that, but he does have the knowledge. Um, he does have the belief in his country. And I think that, you know, when I talked yesterday about somebody being more of a silent partner as the vice president, that's not a horrible ticket. It's really not. Um, oh, by the way, might might go to Minnesota next month. I still haven't decided. And the station's like, are you coming you or not? I don't know. Should. Yes, go. It would be fun. But I mean, they were like, you want to broadcast from the fair for five days? Well, no. I mean, because eventually they'll, they'll be like, they'll be like, let's go see the bearded man or the bearded woman. I'm like, I'm not the bearded woman. I'm a radio guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, I'm the freak show at the fair or something. Uh, well, you might fit in there. What, what does that mean? I couldn't hear you. Are oh, you going to go for the Husky Husky Husker Championship of Minnesota? I think they're they're holding uh, one this no, year. No, not in Minnesota. I don't think it's in Minnesota this year. Wow, no. wow! Way to so, diss Minnesota. A lot of our listeners are in Minnesota. I, I can't believe you said Minnesota. that. Minnesota, I love. Wow, Minnesota. really? You should see the me. face they she's making when she you. says that. Oh, stop it. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Vincent in uh, Round Rock. What's going on, Vincent? Hi, Vincent. Oh, Vincenzo. Really? You get another call. Let's wait. Let's wait for him. Hold on. <laughs> what are we talking to? I don't know. Maybe his mom. Maybe his but, mom but it's his mom. Him. I think you're right, but it's his mom. Yeah. Hi, Vincent. Your mom. <laughs> What's going on? Why don't you call me more? Why don't you call your mother? <laughs> Come on, Vincent. Stop the game. Oh, you know he's got the radio up in the back. See, what he said was, I'll leave the radio up in the background so I can take this phone call. If he comes to me, I'll hear it. There's a 40-second delay, you doofus. On. Maybe I have to go to the bathroom. Hold on. Just about to hit 40 seconds, he's going to switch over. I don't think so. And I hang up on him right before he can. Yeah. Nice. Nice, Pagsy. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't so right now, he's switching that. right now, and he's going to go. Oh, he's going to go. Oh, what the, what the? Sorry, dude. No, 
Sorry, did you really call him Vincenzo? His name is Vincent. So you went with the Vincenzo? I did. No, that's fine. Let me go to Michael, who's in Houston. Hi, Michael. What's going on? Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I'm funny. I was like, maybe he's talking to me. Hello. But anyway. You're right. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I think that uh, most people in America, most conservatives, and and since we are conservatives in Texas, we vote Republican. Most conservatives are sick and tired of all the smoke, as you say, bacon sandwiches. Yep. Um, I think Donald Trump's saying what most people would like to say and what most politicians are afraid to say. Most of us kind of laugh and chuckle about it, but he's bringing to light the situation that most of us believe need to be brought to light. You know, there, we live in a sanctuary city. We know. We talk. I know. I've talked to police officers that tell us, look, we pull over someone that's illegal, and when we find out, when they, they violated a law or traffic violated, we just let them go because we know they won't show up, and we're told we're not to do anything to them. I know a police officer that caught someone at a bank, and they had a fraudulent check. They called the district attorney, and the district attorney said, let them go. And I, and I know that firsthand because I talked to the police officer when it happened. So we're sick and tired of it. Donald Trump is bringing light to the things that we in in the Houston and surrounding area, we see every day, and we hear about it every day. We hear of the mother in Pearland whose son was killed by an illegal alien. Well, how long ago? It was was probably five or six years ago when I was doing the morning show on KPRC. I remember that there was an officer, I think his last name was Johnson, who was killed by an illegal alien who was in the back of the car, and I think he had a gun, and and Johnson didn't know it. He was killed in his own patrol car, you know, five, six years ago. I mean, this is not something new. What happened in San Francisco isn't new. You've got, you know, you've got Senate committee hearings where, where Ted Cruz from Texas is questioning the ICE director, and she has no clue how many murderers have been let go, has no clue how many rapists have been let go, has no clue about anything. And and when when you've got a sanctuary city, there are great cops in, in Pearland, in Sugarland, in, in Houston, of course, and, and, and elsewhere in, in, in the area, who would love to enforce the laws. They are literally being told, you may not. Well, that's the problem that we, we face here is, is we want something done, and we have people like Donald Trump bringing it to light, so maybe something will get done. You think he'll be, he's going to be well-received tomorrow in Texas? I think so. I think people in Texas, uh, uh, whites, blacks, Hispanics, there's a, there are many, many people in this state, in the Houston, the surrounding area, that are looking forward to somebody having the cojones to say something, to bring it to light and get someone to do something about it. Because we stand on the farm, we, we drive by the home depots or the gas stations where there are 50 illegal aliens waiting to go to work. And, and you can call ICE, you can call immigration, can they hang up on you? Or they- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. They don't answer your call. They don't return your call. You know, it's because look at the attitude starting with, say, Anise Porker. You know, she doesn't do anything to help the problem. To help I, the I got problem. you, Michael. I got to run. I'm out of time. Anise Parker is the um, uh, is the mayor of Houston. For those who don't know, around the country, one eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Pastor John Hagee coming up. His thoughts on the Iran deal and much, much more on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Hey, glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations all over the place. From San Antonio on a Wednesday, 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. want to welcome to the program uh, a man that, uh, that has been very, very kind to me, very, very kind to my family. He is a religious leader. He is based right in San Antonio, so we love having him here. Um, allowed me to be part of his uh, his blockbuster movie, Four Blood Moons. It is Pastor John Hagee. Pastor, how are you? Joe Peggs, I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to hear your voice. Thank you so much, sir. Hey, listen, having you on is always an absolute honor. The reason why we're talking today bothers me, bothers you, bothers many people across the world. And I want to get right into it. I want to get into some other stuff afterwards, but I want to get right into this ridiculous idea that we should have sat down with Iran that hates us, hates Israel, wants us to die, wants them to die, and give them just about everything while receiving nothing. What was your first thought when you heard a deal, a quote-unquote deal was actually made this is absolutely the most tragic geopolitical deal that's been made since neville chamberlain went to see hitler and got off the plane waving a worthless piece of paper saying there's peace in our times world war ii broke out and 50 million people died this document this treaty uh paves the way for iran to obtain nuclear bombs iran iran has had the will to kill the jewish people uh for decades saying that they want to wipe them off the map and uh, this document is going to give them the power to achieve a nuclear holocaust this is a a a deal with the devil it is with made with a, a group of people who have a theology of death they love death these are people who, during the Iran-Iraq war, marched tens of thousands of their children across a minefield and blew those children up so that they would save soldiers' lives. Those, that's the mindset of the people we've just made this deal with. We've given them $150 million into their economy. It gives Iran the economic power to fund global terrorists uh, around the world. Hamas and Gaza, Hezbollah and Lebanon and the Islamic terrorists who are right now in this country. We are going to see the immediate results of this because of the cash infusion that they are now receiving. We went from inspections, uh, we went from demanding inspections anytime and anywhere 
to 21 days now before America or the U.N. couldn't expect anything. In 21 days, you can move and hide enormous amounts of munitions. We went from absolutely no intercontinental missiles to it's okay now to go for it. The intercontinental missiles can hit New York City, missiles that can launch an electromagnetic pulse device that could shut down electricity in America in a matter of minutes. There's there's the Article 10 that was just coming out today that was put in at the last minute, giving foreign powers the ability to help Iran protect protect, uh, their nuclear facilities. They're talking about Russia and China there. America's foreign policy is a global joke. Our friends don't trust us. Our enemies don't fear us. And now Fox News, as we speak, is breaking the story that there have been secret deals made on the side between America and Iran. This is an absolute disaster. It is Pastor John Hagee, Cornerstone uh, Church, Hagee Ministries. Love having you on. Let's go back a little bit here. Let's go back a lot to, to the late 1970s. Iran stormed our embassy, took our hostages, held them for 444 days, only released them because they were scared to death of Ronald Reagan, who wasn't playing around. Um, they've, they've hated us. They've hated Israel. They have been a thorn in our side. They've chanted death to America every single week since the late 1970s. The theocracy took over. Nothing's changed. They haven't shown remorse. They haven't apologized. They haven't done anything friendly to us or our friends in the region. Why, Pastor, do you think this president thought now's the time to sit down and make a deal with this nation that you and I both know three days ago in Parliament they chanted death to America. You and I both know four days ago they said we're going to trample the United States. Five days ago they said we support Hamas and its efforts against uh, against Israel. Why now? Why, why exactly did this administration think this was the time? Because this president is more concerned about his legacy than he is protecting Israel and protecting the people of the United States of America. He's a community organizer who reached a position of power to enforce his ideology. He is not a leader. He's an ideologue committed to an agenda that is going to weaken this country and America is going to suffer for decades because of the political toxic poison in the political system that he's injected. Those who follow radical Islam, you and I both know, are allowed to lie to infidels. Um, I forget what the word is. I talked to James Wolsey very, very recently, and, and he said they're allowed to. And, and what's going to happen is um, uh, they're going to say that they're going to follow this deal, although we get nothing. And then they're just going to laugh at it after the $150 billion is released, after the world is flooded with their oil, after they get to sell their goods again, after they get to, to buy arms now from Russia and others and North Korea. They're just going to laugh at us and say, we have no deal. You, you, you guys are stupid. Again. Uh, You're right. He wants to set his legacy, a legacy that I wouldn't personally want if I were the president. What other reason can there be for him to want to support all of this happening? You you have to believe that he knows what he's doing uh, and that he wants America to become weakened. He wants us to lose the exceptional profile. He wants us to become a much less powerful country because he has a... Uh, uh, an intense desire to destroy anything that represents colonialism. And he feels like that America has become who they are because of our superpower. The fact is that America has brought stabilization to Western
Western civilization for decades because of our power, and now he is diminishing our military. Uh, 75,000, now 45,000. He's firing our military personnel while they're in the field. He's doing everything he can to demoralize the military people in this country, and he's doing it to weaken America because he feels a weak America is a threat to no one. He doesn't believe that these thugs and hoodlums in Iran will actually attack us. It'll be too late to reverse his policy when Iraq are falling on New York City. Uh, you are one of the preeminent experts on, on Israel, outside of Israel, and even when you're in Israel, you've got a great relationship with the people there. Have you heard from your friends in Israel since this deal got done? If so, what are they saying? I haven't heard directly from them, but I can tell you that they are uh, infuriated that this thing has gone through. Uh, um, the prime minister has said and has been published in the, the global press saying that uh, this deal does not affect Israel, and Israel is not bound by this deal because they were not allowed to sit at the table, and they recognize that this is an existential threat to the state of Israel. This puts a bullseye on the back of Israel and the president of the United States with his animus against the pre uh, the, the uh, prime minister of Israel uh, has knowingly put Israel in harm's way. It's Pastor John Hagee, Hagee Ministries, Cornerstone Church. Uh, love to have you on, Pastor. Uh, I've got to bring up, since we're talking about Israel, I want to bring up Four Blood Moons, the movie. Uh, again, I was thrilled to be the on-screen narrator. From what I understand, you're setting all sorts of records in the in the sales of this movie at Walmart and in other outlets. Yes, thank God. The Four Blood Moons DVD has been number one for the last three weeks in a row. And, uh, Pags, I want to thank you for your participation. You uh, were masterful. And, uh, thank you. Thank you. The uh, managing of the uh, panel that was speaking on the film, and uh, you were a great contributing force to this becoming such a success, and I appreciate it very much. Uh, I, I, again, thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. You know, I've gotten so much great uh, response from the actual movie, the information gained, the historic uh, um, aspects, the spiritual and religious aspects, the geographical aspects, uh, all of that uh, in one. Many, many people didn't know the whole background of Israel and what it's been through and what these uh, these blood moons could in fact mean. But I've gotten even more reaction to the panel discussion afterwards where you and the scientists actually, you know, went at it a little bit. And I, I thought that we gained great knowledge from that. Yes, uh, you know, a scientist or uh, people that um, have to have an absolute uh, answer from scientific law and so forth. There is a scientific law, and then there is a spiritual law. Scientific law is, for instance, the law of gravity. You drop a rock a hundred times and it falls. There's a spiritual law. Uh, that uh, you have the faith that's in the Word of God. And Joel, the second chapter, said that I will show wonders, in God speaking, I will show wonders in the heavens, and the right. sun shall be turned into darkness, talking about a solar eclipse, and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. We have had a scientific confirmation that there have been four blood moons in 1492, which 
which was the edict of expulsion from Spain that the Jewish people went through in 1948 when Israel became a state, and then in 1967 when Jerusalem was reunited with Israel. So three times in a little more than 500 years, we have had this phenomenon, and now we are presently experiencing the last final four blood moons right. that have appeared in April and October of last year, and then in April and September of this year. September the 28th is going to be the last of the four blood moons, and every time a blood moon series happened, something happened that affected Israel and changed the world forever. I urge people to get the DVD. I'll put the link on my on my Facebook page and on my website as well. It was interesting to see the scientist, who I think is a very, very nice guy, uh, saying, no, no, I need more proof, I need more proof, and you went right at him. And I think it's a great thing for people to sit down and watch. One last thing before I let you go, Pastor John Hagee, Hagee Ministries and Quarterstone Church. Uh, a couple of times now, and, and you know me, I'm a guy who believes in the truth. A couple of uh, times now, I've I've come out and, and, and very willingly and gladly um, have defended you when the media stupidly went after you for no reason. I'm not asking for any sort of pat on the back. I bring that up just to ask you this simple question. Why do they want to go after you? Is it because there are so many people who believe in what you do? Is it because you've got a voice that's heard by so many? Or is there something else that I'm missing? Because it's, it's, it seems to be more often lately that people seem to want to call you out, and they don't care if the facts are right. Okay, in this last instance, it has to do with the fact that I am pro-Israel. This uh, last situation was begun by a newspaper out of England who made made up a story. They didn't speak yeah. to me. They didn't talk to me. They didn't send anyone to talk to me. They just made up a story, created and fabricated things that I the things that they said I said that I did yeah. not say, and then that was picked up here. But the issue is that in Europe. Anti-Semitism is running off the charts. Uh, the newspaper said it has increased 40% in the last year. Wow. And London, England is extremely anti-Semitic. And this newspaper went after me because I have just gone to London, England, and opened a chapter of Christians United for Israel, and they're trying to put a media hit job on me over there so that that organization will not gain traction. It almost worked. It almost worked. Yeah. Thank God for for you and a, a few of my other friends in the media that uh, turned that around, and uh, the people that made the statement here in the United States uh, apologized for it. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's a sad day when the media just openly, premeditatively lies yeah. about you. But thank God they were caught this time, and uh, it it. it it turned it around. It really was something that was uh, could have been very, very damaging that, thank God, uh, was turned around and good things are coming out of it. Hey, Pastor, I could talk to you for five straight days. I appreciate the time as always, and let's get together soon. I didn't realize, and I feel like an idiot, that we both play the saxophone, so we should do a duet at some point. I'm ready when you are. <laughs> it's Pastor John Hagee. Pastor, thanks a million, and best to your family. Thank you, Pags, and the same to you, sir.
All right, uh, there you go. Pastor John Hagee, we love having him on. He's uh, he's uh, a, a leader who is known the world around when it comes to Christianity, and his support for Israel has been has been unthwarted through all of this ridiculous deal with Iran, through all of the attacks on Israel and the Jews over the years. He is somebody who's been steadfast uh, in what he has to say. I hope you'll grab the Four Blood Moons movie. The DVD is available at Walmart or Walmart.com, and, and I think you can get it elsewhere online as well. Uh, I enjoyed being a part of it, and I'm glad to hear from somebody who, who again, I always love people who don't mince words. He's got a problem with this deal. Here's why I've got a problem with the deal. And here's why we're in big trouble because of this deal. Your thoughts on what you just heard? 1-800-383-9624. Back after this. Joe Pags. Hi, glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. Always a pleasure to have the pastor on. And uh, just break it down for real. Wait, listen, that's it. We're just gonna we're just gonna be real about this. This is a crap deal. Something we should not have done. It's the worst deal we ever could have made. Israel rightfully says we're not bound by this deal. They're they're not. They weren't at the table. Yeah, I don't understand why so many people think Israel just has to put up with it. Yeah, whatever we say goes. You have to do whatever we say. And, and I got to tell you, the pastor is absolutely 100% dead on right when he says this is President Obama continuing his anti-colonial outlook. And he, I believe he's trying to punish this country for becoming the superpower we've become because uh, he doesn't like how we got here. He doesn't like how we did it. And, and it's a damn shame as the leader of the country, leader of the free world. But when you sit down with six other countries and act like you're on a level playing field with them when you're not, when you're the only superpower at the table, and then you give Iran everything it wants after they chanted death to America a few days ago and will trample America a few days ago. There's something very, very wrong here. Very, very wrong. 1-800-383-9624 to the phone lines. It's Curtis in San Antonio. Hi, Curtis. Yo, Curtis. You know, I think uh, Iran getting nuclear weapons just gives them more of a backbone than anything else. I think there's something else that's a bigger issue, and uh, that's Hezbollah's uh, chemical weapons that they got from Syria. There's been uh, reports of Hezbollah getting chemical weapons from Syria. Well, we know that Syria ha- we know that Syria has them. Iran supports Hezbollah in Syria and and in what would be Palestine. So I still think Iran is the one who's controlling all of that. But I don't know that Hezbollah has the the, the chemical weapons. I haven't seen that, but I know that Syria does. Yeah, Hezbollah does. Uh, been doing my research on it. And, uh, Which means you Googled it or something. I mean, who, who says uh, that they have it? Is, uh, unless you unless you went to Syria and researched it there, your research was online, right? Uh, a lot of online, multiple sources. Here's what's important, though. Who says it, they have it? What's important? See, what's important is I believe in the truth. Who says they have it? Well, uh, I have my sources. I can look them up. Uh, All right. I, 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 I'll let you go then. I, I appreciate you. Uh, you see, you guys have to understand, I love you all like brothers and sisters. But, Carrie, what do I always do? If you call in and you want to drop a fact on me, what do I require? You got to back it up. Just tell me where you got it. Yeah. I'm not asking a lot. I'm actually mm-hmm. asking a very little. I mean, that's, that's the minimum. If you want to tell me something, I want to hear it. And I want to believe in it. And I want to high-five you for doing your quote-unquote research. But you have to be able to tell me, I saw it on Fox News. I saw it on Think Progress. I saw it on MSNBC. I saw it. I read it on on CNN. You can't just say I have my sources. 
And maybe he's got great sources that he believes in. I'm not denigrating him. I'm just saying for for the broad audience that could be up to millions of people listening, I just want to be able to tell him, hey, here's how you can read up more on it. 1-800-383-9624. Back after this. Joe Pags. Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks to Joe Pag Show on your radio. Great radio stations all over the place. And we're right here from San Antonio on a Wednesday. Oh, that's a hump day. Start the week in the bottom of the hill on a Monday morning. Get through Monday, get through Tuesday, get through Wednesday. After Wednesday, straight downhill to the weekend from here. Target. Day. Day. Check it out. Checking it out. That's what we do. We like to check it out. Check it out, you know. The day of the week. That we like That's to check out. You're checking out. That's exactly what I'm checking out. No, it's not. Exactly. No. Mm-hmm. So, um, a great conversation with the pastor. Really glad to have him on. I, I want to bring up a story that, that I mentioned to you briefly. Should I grab Josh? Been holding in Houston. Should I grab Josh? Yeah, I he wants to talk about should. the pastor. Yeah. For those who didn't hear, I, I had Pastor John Hagee, Cornerstone Church, Hagee Ministries, on before the 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 top of the hour. And I uh, had a great conversation with him about the Iran deal, about uh, four blood moons, about um, how the media, for some reason, thinks that he's the person to attack, but he always comes out unscathed. Um, and, and I really enjoy talking with him. Uh, this deal with Iran is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'll, I'll bring you the interview again. Maybe I'll do it again on, on tomorrow or Friday, because I know a lot of people are tuning in now going, ah, I wish that I would have heard the pastor. I'll make sure that I bring it again. If not, I'll have it on the weekend program. But uh, meantime, Josh is in Houston. Josh, when you hold on through the news, I, I, I feel I, like I've got to take you. So what's on your mind? See, that he didn't hold on. What he said was, forget yeah. it. Hey, I'm here. You calm down. No, you calm down. What's going on, man? Hey, look, I listen to you all the time. I just want to say thanks for taking my call for one. Thanks. Two, uh, the pastor, probably one of the best calls I've ever heard on your show. Thank you. Um, I just want to say that uh, I was in the intelligence community for about seven, eight years. and um, In the what community? Intelligence for the government. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. So I did, I did a lot of work with Iran or on Iran, and, and I know a lot about them, and I know that the pastor was right in one thing, saying that they're going to turn around and stab us in the back 100%. They don't – the paper that we signed with them saying do this or do that is not going to hold them down in any way, shape, or form. And I think that that should really scare the American people as well as the people of the world. I don't think that they realize what we just did here. Um, knowing what you know and knowing that the administration knows the same stuff, why do you think they're doing it? You know, I don't know what President Obama's ulterior motives are here, but obviously it's not running a country and making it successful as he should be doing. Um, he's got a lot of things in the works right now that a lot of people are unsatisfied with, you know, whether it be Jade Helm or the Iranian deal or welfare, whatever he's doing to destroy our country, he's doing it. But um, one thing I, I don't – I have to disagree with the pastor on was he said that he doesn't think that President Obama's aware of what Iran's going to do. 
you know, he's, he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't know how bad they're going to screw us over. Um, I think that Obama does know 100%. And um, I, I also don't think that we should be worried about Iran personally developing a nuclear weapon and launching it at us 100%. Um, what I do feel is 100% um, possible and plausible is that they develop a nuclear weapon. Everybody thinks nuclear weapon, they think it's huge missiles that can travel into the atmosphere and then come down anywhere in the world. Well, what about the small nuclear weapons that they can make and give to these Iranian terrorist groups that can then facilitate them to other countries? Well, we've heard about we've heard about briefcase bombs. I mean, you're right. I mean, on a smaller scale, that they, they probably could do more damage in a wider area of uh, of the world just in different little attacks. Yeah. And, and, and open source, one hundred percent. You can look and you can see how many ships that our naval vessels have captured and seized coming from Iran, going to places like Yemen or Pakistan, loaded, loaded to the teeth with hundreds and hundreds of AK-47s and rockets and C4 and all kinds of other explosives and machine guns and SA-7s, you know, um, anti-air missiles. You know, if, if they can send all those things on a big boat and only get caught once or twice, what do you think they can do with a bomb the size of a suitcase that it has nuclear capabilities that they could give to five different knuckleheads that they could ship to Iraq, which they hate Iraq, we know this. They can send it to Pakistan. Pakistan hates India, we know this, and Iran is friends with Pakistan. They can give it to Syria, Hezbollah, like your, your boy Curtis was just talking about, and Hezbollah can easily get that to the border of um, Israel. And those are three major places where we don't need nuclear weapons going off, is Iraq, Israel, and um, India. I, I, hey, Josh, I got you, brother. I got to run here. I appreciate it. He's got a, he's got a ton of knowledge. And again, I mean, I could have interviewed Josh. I mean, he, he was just that good. Um, it, it's, it's a scary proposition. It's a stupid move. There is no rhyme nor reason. I don't care if you're the most vehement Obama supporter, and I got plenty of those listening to my show. I'm not talking about him as a man, as a father, uh, I'm talking about his upbringing, nothing like that. I'm here to tell you that this is a ridiculously dumb move by the president of the United States. I don't care who he is. It doesn't make sense. Iran has done nothing to deserve it. They're going to be handed a, a, a boatload of riches for no reason. 1-800-383-9624. I want to get into the story that, uh, about Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, much like Donald Trump, many times just doesn't care. Now, he doesn't have the kind of money Trump has. Nobody does. Well, few do. Um, but he certainly has a voice. He's got a great career. He is extremely knowledgeable on what he does. He's in the world of sports, if you don't know who Stephen A. Smith is. He's a sports journalist, has been for a long time, was a newspaper reporter, has been on TV now probably a good 15 years, if not more. Here's the the headline from foxnews.com. ESPN Stephen A. Smith just said this about Black Lives Matter. Liberals are furious. ESPN commentator Stephen A. Smith doesn't always go with the flow when it comes to controversial topics and issues, a reputation he firmly cemented with his take on the Black Lives Matter movement. Where is all the noise about Black Lives Matter when black folks are killing black folks, said Stephen A. Smith on Twitter July 21st, so yesterday. There's nothing wrong when a presidential candidate says all lives matter, he said, also yesterday. Then he said, I'm a black man. Of course I know black lives matter. You can't boo a presidential candidate because he says all lives matter, he said yesterday. 
people are freaking out over it. They're freaking out. I don't understand why they're freaking out. I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, the Blaze added in there, too. And they're all right. Fox News, the Blaze, young conservatives, they're all covering this story. As well they should. It is a great story. He went on to say, I didn't hear Governor Martin O'Malley's interview. I'm not debating the significance of Black Lives Matter. I'm a black man, he said. I know this. Nor am I focused on O'Malley's words or context itself. That's really not the issue to me. The issue is, as much as attention was so desperately aimed towards Black Lives Matter, where is all the noise when black folks are getting killed in our communities every single day? Does it only matter when we're getting killed outside of our community by folks who look differently than us? That was my point. It is my point. I will remain. It will remain my point, he said. And I'm not changing my position one bit. Whatever context O'Malley made in saying all lives matter is his issue to deal with. The same could be said for Hillary Rodham Clinton when she alluded to that weeks ago. But it still doesn't negate the point that if we reach a point where a presidential candidate is forced to apologize and engage in clarification when choosing to say all lives matter, well, if you black folks are allowed to reign terror throughout our own community by killing one another with nary a word said about it, then the problems that truly permeate the black community will never be solved, he said. It's the truth. Deal with it. No black man with a soul would dream of attacking the movement that is Black Lives Matter. I'm certainly not doing any such thing. I never will. Just make sure I hear Black Lives Matter all the time, specifically when we're getting killed by one another. Oh, yeah. The I'm offended by everything, oh, so um, tolerant, except when I'm intolerant of your with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Intolerance. Liberal dorks are having a field day with it. You know why? Because they're idiots. They're idiots. What Stephen A. Smith said is 100% right. And the fact that Martin O'Malley apologized, the guy didn't have a chance anyway. But if he had any chance on earth and if you were going to support this doofus, Pull your support now. How weak and mealy-mouthed is he that he apologized for saying all lives matter? Not worthy of, of another breath of my uh, of my air, be honest with you. 1-800-383-9624, 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com, back after this. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Hey, glad to have you here. Welcome to Joe Pag Show. 
Kurt writes on my Facebook page, if you call us a brother or sister, you are sure fast to hang up or discredit your brother or sister. Ever hear about loving thy neighbor as thyself? Would you want to be treated like yet like that? Yes, I would. Please hang up on me anytime. Okay, anytime. Great. Love you. Love you like a brother. Kurt hadn't listened very long. He doesn't get how it works. He doesn't get how it works. We have uh, Kurt. Kurt is a San Antonio listener, but I'm guessing he's probably a new one. Could be. Probably hadn't lived here very. In, in a few months, he's gonna be like, "Oh, I get it now." Exactly. He, oh yeah. He will. Oh yeah. Uh, Jeff says, "Hey, Joe, love your show." Uh, oh, hi, Carrie. I- I- incorrectly spelled. That's all right. We know we met. Hi, Jeff. And then he asked me my opinion about something. I don't know. I'll read it later okay. if I have time. But I, but I love him like a brother. Of course. <laughs> I, I have to say that. That's yes. what works. Yes. It's uh, 1-800-383-9624. The, a couple of things. I didn't talk about this yesterday, and I meant to, but we've got three hours. And I usually, I'm, I'm looking at right now about 23 pages that are open on my on my computer mm. screens. I've got three. For those who don't know, I've got three screens in front of me. One's a call screen or two are content uh, page. I've got the email address up and all that, too. Just to try to, I'm trying to super serve my listeners and my stations. I'm not going to get to most of these stories. I get that. But I want to make sure that I have enough just in case. Um, I didn't get to it yesterday, but I think it's important enough to make sure I get to it now. I don't know what took the president so long to order flags at half-staff. And again, many are saying half-mast. I believe half-mast is on a boat, and I think half-staff is on is on land. I'm willing to be wrong on that, but I think that's what it is. I don't know why it took five days, and it did. It took five days. Yesterday was the fifth day. I don't understand why it took pressure from people like you and me. We all were very loud about why aren't we lowering our flags at half staff? I'm I'm not following. What's taking so long? And here today that the FBI is is investigating it as what? Uh, Not domestic terrorism, not terrorism. They're they're investigating it as domestic terrorism. Violence or something? I mean, with the, they're calling it something that made no sense to me when I heard it today. Do you have it in front of you with what they were reporting mm, today? No, but I can get it. Yeah, see, see if you can see what the, the FBI said that they were investigating the shooting as something. And, and okay. they, they said something that wasn't terrorism. And I got to tell you, man, I'm not really sure I understand what you have to do for it to be terrorism. We know we went to Jordan. We know that uh, that there was some aspect of what he was doing that was linked to radicalized Islamic terrorism. Um, the guy wrote anti-American writings. I mean, I thought this was settled yesterday, that in fact this piece of crap was a terrorist. And now he's now a dead terrorist. I thought there was no doubt in anybody's mind that he was a radicalized Islamic terrorist who killed five men just because he could. But the FBI today, and I I heard this on many news reports, were reporting it as somehow something other than they didn't use the T word. Was it homegrown violent extremist? Bam. Yeah. Homegrown violent extremism. Homegrown. So we take it away from the Middle East, so they're not the bad guys. Violent, duh, it was a shooting. Extremism. Well, extreme in what? Listen, we're all normal human beings. 
some of us can be extreme. You'll say, well, he's a, he's an extreme drinker. She's an extreme shopper. Um, she's an extreme workaholic. He's an extreme exerciser. Um, he's an extremist, jihadist, radical Islamic piece of crap terrorist. I'm thinking, why not just call him that? Is that somehow out of bounds? A homegrown, violent extremist. And I've got Atticott on here all the time. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Jeff Atticott, the uh, professor who's the director for terrorism law at St. Mary's University. And every time he comes on, he says the same thing. And it bears being mentioned every time he comes on. This administration will not say who the enemy is. How can you possibly defeat them if you won't admit who they are? It's a great question. It's a great question. You can't. If you're in some dream world where you're trying to brainwash the American people that those who are doing this terrorism are not radicalized Muslims, then you're doing a disservice to the people that you're supposed to be serving. And although I don't feel like I need to say it, I want to say it again. These are those who are radicalized. I know there are some of you out there that say all Muslims are terrorists. I don't believe that. I've got relatives who are Muslims who don't want to kill you nor me. I was a big fan of Muhammad Ali. He never wanted to kill anybody. Well, maybe in the ring he wanted to beat the guy up. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Ahmad Rashad. Before 9-11, and maybe before the Kenya bombings in 1998, most of us didn't have this feeling about Islam that we have today. And by we, I mean the collective. I don't have it. And that's a shame. Like, we had that guy Michael calling the other day, Carrie, and he was so eloquent yeah, in what he said. Look, when call. I post, when I posted that interview, it wasn't even an interview. It was just a call from Michael the Muslim in San Antonio. So many people reacted positively to it. But a lot of people in my Facebook reacted negatively and said he's lying and he's a, he's a this and he's a that and he's the other thing. I believe him. I believe that that people who follow Islam are not commanded to kill the infidel. I know that there are violent and radical things in the Quran. I get it. But there are, there's also violence in the Bible that, that we all, you know, perceive to not to not mean go out and do it. You know, you can read it in different ways. You can you can uh, see what's literal and and hopefully people can see what's figurative. But but for us to not even say what this guy was and what this guy pulled and what he believed and try to whitewash it by saying, what is it, homegrown violent extremism? Mm-hmm. Really? That's what we're saying? It drives you nuts. Because now you're not even trying to go after the bad guy. You're not even trying to go after the source of the problem. Oh, and by the way, um, it's not going to happen again in Tennessee. Do you see what some of these citizens are doing? I certainly have. I got to tell you, I hold them up on high. Yeah. I think it's a smart thing to do. I like that they're doing it. Uh, here's the story, um, and, and there's a video on, on YouTube. I have posted this story on my Facebook page. You can always stop by Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or the email address or check out the stations or the sponsors. It's all on my website, JoePags.com. Wrote a blog last night about Donald Trump as well. Go and check it out. Plus the announcement about, uh, about uh, my, my partnership with Compass Media which is awesome that this is going to get the show hopefully into a lot of cities that lost the show. Having said that, and we're going to get new cities that, that never had it. Having said that, um, the story is very simply gun-toting citizens are showing up in military recruiting centers around the country. 
They say they plan to protect recruiters following last week's killing of four Marines and a sailor in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The citizens, some of them private militia members, say they're supporting the recruiters who, by military directive, are not armed. As, as he stood in the parking lot across from a recruiting center on the west side of Columbus and wearing a Taurus 9mm handgun, Clint Janney said Tuesday, we're here to serve and protect. And there they were, just standing there, making sure that it can't happen again. And you know what? That's sick that it takes that. It's sick that it has to happen. It's sick that our government, and again, this is a director from George Herbert Walker Bush. It never have happened. But this president can, can undo it. That our government won't let these men and women be armed at these recruiting centers, at these military centers. It, try, it drives me nuts. Because it doesn't even have a shadow of any common sense attached to it. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, great to have you here. The Joe Pag Show on your radio. Great radio stations all over the place. Appreciate you stopping by. 1-800-383-9624. Your thoughts about these militia members or just local citizens showing up at the Armed Forces Recruitment Center and protecting our men and women in uniform. Can you? Did you ever think there would be a day where, where we had to protect the military, where civilians had to go and protect them? I, I, I didn't see that coming. Well... Hmm. There we go. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> still, still my favorite. That yum 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 one. That was, <laughs> it was, it was, that was, it was very. It was very yummy. <laughs> yes. It just was good. Um, it's a, it's a, a diet, Doctor yes, Pepper. Indeed. For those who are new to the program, <laughs> but yes, indeed, it was. It was very good. All right. Um, I think it's it's righteous. I like that they've done it. I, I hope that they'll continue to do it until this administration or local municipalities somehow allow them to defend themselves. It only makes sense. Now, again, the armed forces controlled by the federal government, so I'm not sure that local municipalities can change that rule. In fact, I know they can't. But they can, which is what Texas and some other state governors have done, they can tell the National Guard to go there and defend them, which is they actually told the National Guard, start carrying your sidearms, right? Yes. Greg Abbott did, yep. the Texas governor, and I know mm-hmm. a few others. Scott Walker has. Right. Yeah. They jumped right on that. Oh, but by the way, I didn't mention this yesterday. There's so much going on yesterday. Didn't mention this uh, This either. John Kasich or Kasich, I think it's Kasich, Kasich um, joined the race. He yeah. is the um, he's the governor of Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. And before that, he was, a, he was a Fox News guy. He hosted a show. And before that, he was a senator or a representative or something. So you would think he's got the, the gravitas. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. When you say that, you have to, I think you have to do this. Gravitas. <laughs> okay. I think he's got the gravitas to, to do the job. Um, boring. Just boring. I mean, I didn't even hear him uh-huh. make the announcement. I was dozing just watching him make the announcement. Wow. wow. That's, uh, but I was a little tired. Oh, I have to admit okay. I'm tired. All right. Right. Tired a lot of times, but um, the first debate is in two or three weeks, and it's in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what number he is in the race? Number sixteen. 
16. Yeah. Wow. You, you paid attention today. Yeah. How about and you're that? horrible with numbers. Congratulations. Shut up. <laughs> what to do? <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it, though. You got it right. That was Thank so wonderful. <sighs> anyway, so he's the 16th guy in the race. Guess where he is right now in most of the polls? Number 16? Near the bottom. Yeah. If he's not 16, he's close. Fox News, who I think has the first debate, it might be CNN, but I thought it was Fox. Either way. It is Fox. These organizations have said we're going to take the top 10. It's in Ohio. Yeah. Why the beep would John Kasich wait until now to jump into the race when he could have jumped in a month ago and probably at least could have gotten some traction? That could have been a smart move. Have I missed something in this in this race? This race for president has been so stupidly managed. I don't understand. I don't. Um, there's infighting among the Republicans. They're eating their own young. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. I mean, you could have eight or nine strong candidates and then start whittling it down from there. Or let's just have 16. And you got the ultra right to the eh, the moderate right to the eh, kind of leaning left, but I'm going to put an R underneath there anyway, that are running in this race. And, and again, I think Kasich is a guy who's with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Got a good head on his shoulders. He's a smart guy. I'm not here to denigrate Ohio. I like Ohio a lot. Drove through it a few times, whatever. Um, I don't know why somebody didn't say, hey, uh, Governor, listen, if you're going to get in the race, just so you know, the first debate is on Fox, and it's happening in like, you know, uh, on this date. It's in August, right? It's on this date in mm-hmm. August. So we probably want to make a plan. This is, I think, a foreign word to these people running for election. The word plan. Let's make a plan. Let's jump in two months beforehand. Let's really focus on Ohio. Potentially, if these stations use Ohio and the polling in Ohio as to who's going to be on stage, we're going to do very well, the governor. Um, Or we can go to Iowa or we can go to, to New Hampshire. We can do whatever it is we have to do. Let's get you some traction. Let's make sure that, God forbid, in the polls, you're not behind uh, uh, Chris Christie, which doesn't make any sense. He shouldn't be. Chris Christie is not as conservative as John Kasich is. They waited so long, the guy, I don't think, has any chance of being on that stage. Unless they say, and again, he's got great connects over at Fox News, he did not need to go to Donald Trump like Lindsey Graham did to get himself on Fox News. He was on Fox News. So maybe they say we've got these nine candidates plus Governor John Kasich because he's from Ohio. We're in his home state. Maybe they make that dispensation, which, by the way, everybody would scream and yell that it was unfair. But I don't understand why these people aren't doing a better job at planning. You need to do it, do yourselves a favor and make a plan. Do something. 1-800-383-9624. We talked about this before. The process by which they're going to select the 9 or 10 candidates that will be in the debate is going to be the top 10 candidates, I believe, in the national polling. 
Is that the right way to go? But does this throw a monkey wrench in when you've got a governor from the state where the debate's going to be in the race now? Can you really leave him off? Or do you have to include him because it's his home state? And if you do, you know, it's to stop number 15 from saying, hey, I grew up in, in Ohio. And number 14 from saying, what are you talking about? I dated a girl from Ohio. And number number 12 saying, hey, I love the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, what's going to stop them from coming up with some reason why they should be on the stage as well? And when we talked about this before, I don't know, a couple of months ago, when there were only like 12 candidates, for God's sakes, um, the idea that was floated out there by some of you was, let's do eight the first night, eight the second night. And I was like, well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about how that's going to work because you've got people will know the questions the second night. The suggestion that might actually work is you do air the debate on separate nights, but you do the debate, eight first debate, eight second debate, you do them both the first night. Does that make sense, Carrie? So you, yeah, you show good. the first eight live, and then the next night you show the second eight that you that you taped the night before. Mm-hmm. All right. That that could work. I mean, maybe you do that. Either include them all or come up with a better way to decide on who's going to be in yeah. the debate. Look, look, these polls can be skewed. These polls can be wrong. You might be leaving somebody out who could potentially be the next president. I don't know how you make that decision. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Love to hear from you on this. I, I, I don't know. I don't, it's not really, for me, it's not really that, that much of a controversy. You need to get as many of them out there. But, again, before we even get to the debate season, we should have had a sit-down at some retreat somewhere. At some resort. Didn't they all get together at somebody's house, like Romney's house or something, in 2012? So they all got together at somebody's house, and all they all sort of hashed it out. They should do that. Sit down somewhere, you know, grab yourself a beverage. Ah, uh, mm. bourbon. No. Um, what? Not bourbon. No, it's not. I just like saying the word. Oh, did oh, you think okay. I was drinking bourbon? Yeah, well, maybe some other person. You're crazy. To think. Um, so, well... They should stop. They probably also think that I'm not being funny when I'm hanging up on people. Mm-hmm, there you go. And then they probably would post on my page like, <laughs> like dorks. But um, I really believe there should be a process in place where, where this party, if it wants to have a chance. And right now, I'm telling you right now, and it will be as clear as I can on this, the Republicans have no chance right now against Hillary Clinton, even Bernie Sanders. They have no chance right now because they are so extremely spread out. The top vote getter in the recent poll I saw was Trump. Did you see what the number was? Mm. What its percentage was? No. Huh. Something teen, like eighteen, sixteen, something yeah. like that. Some of these polls, the top, the top poll, the polling candidates get nine, maybe ten. Where Hillary Clinton's getting, you know, fifty something percent or, or even more, sixty five percent over Sanders and this O'Malley who's apologizing for thinking all lives matter. But I mean, right now there is no chance if the election were to be held today. The Democrat would win by by seventy points because you got too much of a diverse field on the Republican side. They really should cut it down to eight or nine. They really should. I think that's the best solution. To be honest with you, one eight hundred three eight three nine six two four one eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. When we come back, I've got a quick one on the Obama administration and executive action on on immigration. Even after that woman was killed, that innocent woman was killed. In, uh, in San Francisco. The president just doesn't seem to care. Quick break here. We'll come back with that. Uh, I'll grab some pop culture. Karina had to go. She didn't feel good.
Oh, no. So Karina had to go home. Polo's out today. He'll be back tomorrow. So I'll do a little pop culture when we come back uh, as well before we get out of here. Joe Pag Show, back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, glad to have you here. It is the Joe Pag Show. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624.com. J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Uh, for those listening in um, in Reno, Nevada, on iHeartRadio right now or online, some, yeah, they're probably listening on iHeart to, uh, to our, our flagship, W-O-A-I. We're going to be back on the air there tomorrow. That is great news. How nice is that, Yay, right? Hey, yes. We'll be back on in Reno tomorrow. And uh, I've got a big announcement about Monday. I can't, I can't do and it right now. Say it. I, I cannot Dirt. say it. Oh, the contracts have to be signed. Monday. The things have to go on. Oh, all right, fine. The package has to be delivered. Ooh, package. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. There's no package. I have no <laughs> idea what that means. I have no clue what that means. But, but yeah, uh, back up, back on in Reno tomorrow, ninety nine one FM. So we're glad to be back on there. That's going to be excellent. So uh, yeah, more stuff happening. Nice. Hearing from more people. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, they're announcing. Makes let me just say good. this: like I just showed you something. Yeah. They're announcing it online before we're allowed to say anything. I think. <laughs> wow. Some of these stations. That's awesome. So I don't even think I could repost oh. that. I can't even share that one. I don't think. Oh man. Well. I didn't know okay. about that one until it just showed up on Facebook. Be honest with really? you. Not Reno. This other one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Listen. God bless mm. you. Love it. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Let me go to the phone lines here. Brandon is on line four. Hi, Brandon. What's going on? Joe. I'm living a dream, man. Talk to me. Excellent. Look, you were just talking about trying to take the uh, potential Republican candidates from 16 down to, you know, three or four. My way of thinking about it is, you know, I, I want somebody who has actually had to work their way through life, through college, through things such as that. Um, why, why don't we base it on, you know, years in the private sector versus, you know, big business and, you know, starting at the top and fed with a, with a silver or gold why, why couldn't we look at doing something like that? You want to you only allow people in the debates that have worked for it and, and weren't born into money? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is if you have somebody, we'll take Donald Trump, okay? Right. He, he's been pretty much his entire life, he, he's a self-made man. He's not somebody who, you know, was, was fed with a silver spoon. He's had to bust his ass for everything he's got. Well, no, I, I don't disagree with that, but, but we've got to be fair. Donald Trump was given a lot by his father, but Donald Trump has certainly made it much, much bigger than it ever was. Absolutely. I mean, if I was given, you know, I, I don't know, three-quarters of a million dollars at the time I was 18 and, and was able to live a debt-free life, I wouldn't have to work today either. But if we're going to be realistic and get our country back to where we want it, we have got to get these big businesses out of our office. If not, we're all doomed. We're going to continue down this same path that we've been on now for the last 30 years. 
I, I hear I hear where you're coming from. I don't know that. I, thanks, man. I appreciate you. I don't know that I I am going to be concerned about somebody's you know economic status. I don't know if they, you know, I'm going to be concerned about whether somebody was was raised with a silver spoon or a golden spoon even, or if they worked for everything. I don't know that that's what what, what I want to rely on. What I want to rely on is who's got good ideas, uh, who's got who is has done what he said he would do, who has worked their faces off to to show their belief and pride in this country. That's really important to me. It really is. Uh, I, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I, I was I was born to a in a family where my father worked his face off three and four jobs just to just to get by. My mother worked when she when she had to, and um, and we certainly weren't rich by any means. And you know I got work ethic from that, and I've been a, become a success. Some would say some would say not not much, but I become a success at what I do because of that work ethic that was. That was instilled. I, I think I know where you're coming from, and it's kind of what I'm saying. It's about work ethic and belief and, and drive and desire and, and going for it and all of that. But people can lie about that. People can be tricky about that. And I don't think because you're born into a rich family or a poor family it makes you a harder worker. I think that you either have that, that hard work inside or you don't. I, I really do believe that. 1-800-383-9624. Let me go to Jonathan on line three. Hi, Jonathan. What's going on? Hey, Joe, I know how you're doing, so I'm not going to ask you. Um, live in the, the dream. I'm going to say it anyway. You don't dare not let me say live in the dream. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I'll never do that again. <laughs> I, love, I love talking to you. Um, I, I just, my thought on the matter is I don't see why we have to be worried about having eight candidates on one night, eight candidates on another. They should, they should whittle it down to four altogether. If you're not pulling over 20%, could give me a break. We are we're gonna do the same thing we did last time. Last time we lost the election because we flooded the primary election with so many candidates that we lost everybody. We just didn't turn out to vote and we got what we got. I mean that's I think that we're trying to throw the election. I think the establishment is trying to throw the election by having well, I well listen. I think I think ego is stopping them, Jonathan. And I, and I appreciate where you're coming from. Thanks, man. Um, uh, ego has gotten the best of them. Carrie, all sixteen of these people, fifteen men, one woman, mm-hmm. uh, Carly Fiorina, all of them really believe they're going to be the next president. I, of I think. They do. I hope they do because yeah. if they don't believe it, what the hell are you doing in the yeah, race? Exactly. Get out but don't out. you have to take a step back and figure out what's best for the country? Is it really best for the country mm. and for Republicans out there voting or who want to vote or for conservatives? Isn't it better to to congeal these thoughts to figure out who knows what and who wants what and who's going to do what, mm-hmm. and then offer up a good five to ten candidates, not sixteen? For God's sake, it could be twenty. Yeah, but you know that's not in the next few happen. months. I just don't. And, I don't see that. Is it anything other than ego in your opinion? I think it's ego. I, I think, think that they they all too. really think they're going to be the president. Yeah, and they they're going to be the best candidate, and that's it. I'm not getting out of the race, no matter how mm-hmm. many other Republican candidates join in. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Pop, pop culture. The Carrie, uh, Karina had to go home. Polo's off today. Wow. I don't know now how good you are on the radio, me. but we're going to give you a shot here. <laughs> okay. I'll give you a shot. Well, hey, have you got some pop culture I, for I, me? Well, I got two stories. One right. on Facebook, social media. Everybody's talking about the Sharknado 3 that's coming on tonight. And I never saw one or two. Did you ever see any of that? I never did. I really don't want to, but everybody's talking about this. So it's coming on in a few minutes. And <laughs> yeah, go, go watch it and enjoy this. Yeah. It's so stupid. And this is, you know, Debbie Moore. They found that body in her pool last yeah, do we know who this guy was? Well, yeah, he has been identified. But the thing is, her pool hasn't been drained. 
And it, I know. And apparently it's only required to be disinfected after evidence of blood or excrement or vomit. And even then, there's no requirement to drain the pool. So I guess she's going to keep that pool water. Hold on. I note would drain to self. It. Note to self. Do yeah. not accept any invitation from Demi Moore to come to a pool party <laughs> until know, she drains like, that sucker. I don't want to swim in I that yuck. I a little nasty. So that's what I got for you today. All right. I appreciate that. Uh, I think Paulo's going to be back tomorrow. Uh, Paul's done a, a, an absolutely great job, by the way. Um, in, in the meantime, back on in Reno tomorrow. And then our Love core it. stations are we're growing as we go. We got more more news coming. I promise you. Uh, that's it for the Joe Pag Show. Back tomorrow, same time, same place. Appreciate you taking the time. Have a great one. See ya. This is the Joe Pag Show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.